everyone. It's Alan Schimmel, DevOps.com, Security Boulevard, and you're here for another DevOps chat. Today's DevOps chat is all about DevSecOps, AppSec, what's happening on the front lines. I'm joined by an old friend of mine, Mark Kerfey. Uh, Mark is currently VP of Strategy at CA Vericode. Hey, Mark, welcome to DevOps chat. Thanks, Alan. Great to talk to you again. All right. So, Mark, um, let's start off with this. Uh, I know you've recently, fairly recently joined Vericode. Give our audience a little bit of your background and how you came to be where you are. Yeah, sure. So, um, you know, misspent youth, went back to university late, did a master's degree in information security and wound up working for a bunch of banks in the city of London. Moved here to the States in 2000 and ran software security for Charles Schwab. So Microsoft were creating the SDL, sort of, you know, Gates had sent out the famous memo. And I was doing the same for an online service, basically, at Charles Schwab. Um, so that's where I started, I think, with OWASP, which some people sort of associate my name with, which is the Open Web Application Security Project. Um, and then since then, I've, I've you know worked at Microsoft around the security tools team and then I think with MSDN, the Microsoft Developer Network. Um, and more recently created a startup called SourceClear, which was focused on helping developers use open source code um, safely in the modern DevOps world. Um, and we were acquired by Veracode about five months ago. So now I'm the VP of strategy at Veracode, helping um, you know, the Veracode platform and how we, we really sort of work with, with DevOps and, and the new ways of doing things. Fair. Okay. So, so Mark, let's start off with this though. And I, I, you know, I, I, I think there's some confusion out there with both security people as well as non-security people um, in terms of what, what's the difference between AppSec and DevSecOps? Are they, is one really just synonymous with the other? Is, is DevSecOps another name for AppSec? I don't think it is. What do you think, and, and how do you define the differences between them? Yeah, well, I mean, certainly everyone, every you know, every every vendor's got a DevSecOps product these days, right? So uh, yeah. it's, it's easy, easy way people are getting confused. I mean, I think I think the reality is that the way you have to do AppSec in a DevOps world is fundamentally different to the way we've done it before. You know, it used to be about educating developers, writing policies that people had to read, human processes to do final checkoff, things like threat modeling. You know, all of these sort of things. And they kind of worked okay in a, a waterfall world. We're kind of modified a bit to work in an agile world. But, you know, DevOps is, is changing the game completely. So we're, we're in a world of automation. And, you know, this, this modern, the modern ways that we have to secure it are fundamentally different. So for me, DevSecOps is, is about how do you apply security in this modern, you know, DevOps world. And that's, you know, predominantly focused around, you know, automation. What can you automate? And, uh, you know, and how can we put automation in those pipelines that are happening so that security happens in line as code is created and it's, you know, moved through the pipelines. Fair enough. Um, you know, we talk pipelines, we talk left to right, Mark, you know, and Vericode is, is well, probably one of the leaders in, in this space. You know, when, when we talk about DevSecOps and shifting left and working, but I, I, I think what people want to know is really how how does the security person or the security team work with the development team? It's easy to say, but what does it really sure. mean? What does it really mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I think there's a new breed of, of security people, and which is, which is exciting to see. I mean, like the old world, it used to be, 
you know, the development team, and then there were the security team. There were kind of two separate things. And the security team needed to sort of bless things before they went into production, before you get a point into the data center and whatever. You know, these days what you see is the, it's all about velocity. So, you know, there are security people that are embedded into the security teams and they're kind of acting like, you know, consultants and, you know, and helping, helping the dev team do security as and when it's needed and, and make the right decisions without slowing things down. So in, instead of it kind sort of being this procedural thing where, you know, they were required to go through or they were a control grade, they're just part of the flow. And uh, that's, that's exciting to see because I think we're, we're seeing a paradigm shift of how that happens. Yeah, I, 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 think, I think we are seeing a paradigm shift in, in, in this. And um, so he, here's going to be a question you're going to say, Alan, you know, you're crazy. But Mark, does it make a difference? Is it, is it definitively improving, improving our security here? Yeah. Well, first of all, I'm never going to call you crazy. But um, yeah, okay. that's, that's another thing. <laughs> no, but look, I mean, I mean, like for sure, like think, think about like we all know what happened with Equifax, right? Like biggest data breach in history, result of open source that was insecure and hadn't been updated. That problem is is solvable and it's solvable at scale in a pipeline. So, you know, what we were doing at SourceGear, I don't want to turn into a product pitch in any sense, but you know, we basically kind of closed the loop of this library's out of date issue the pull request to figure out if it's going to break things. And if so, like update it. And the developers love that, not because they're fixing security, but they're fixing the dependency hell problem. So we've not been able to do that before because, you know, we haven't been injected directly in the pipelines. And so these are, these are opportunities that really make a difference. And, you know, companies that have implemented tools like us and there are other, others around totally can avoid the whole Equifax thing. It's not a case of like no one got notified or no one knew. Like it happens automatically in the pipeline. So there are there are great opportunities to do things like that. And I think moving forward, we can also look at things like, you know, are people using dangerous APIs? Are they calling, you know, external services that we don't want them to call? Like, you know, to a large extent, the pipeline has become the new firewall and it's a place where we can you know, put controls, inspect the traffic, and decide what we want to allow and what we don't want to allow, which is a great place to be. I, I agree. I agree there. Um, so, Mark, I, I guess uh, where I wanted to go next with this is a lot. Again, I, I li- I'm a, I'm a man who lives with a foot in each world, right? I, I spend a lot of time with my security friends and colleagues that I've known for years and years and years. But in, in, as part of DevOps.com, I'm out speaking to developers an awful lot, right? And, you know, some of the questions we have that I hear from both sides is, okay, you, you can't serve two masters. There can't be two people in charge. How, you know, how does, how does the day-to-day of this flow? You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, well, yeah, no, for sure. I mean, look, the, the, the reality is that in, in all organizations, digital transformation and everything else happens that, you know, it's all about value creation and the value is created by developers. So, they're, you know, they've been empowered to choose their tools. They've been empowered to figure out which process allows them to innovate faster and, you know, and, and all of those things. And with that, we've seen the rise of the cloud and, and everything else. So, you know, it can't it can't be a us or them scenario. It's how do you support those developers on their mission to 
change things and you know and create this digital transformation so you know the old ways and and if you know you still see it like you still see the old school of security people saying no and stopping people but but that doesn't those people those battles are not going to be won it's about how do we help people move forward at the you know at the right rate i mean i kind of equate it like someone was saying the other day it's like similar to autonomous cars like you're not going to stop them like figure out how to make them work to how, how to make them work properly safely and and securely um but you know you, you can if you, if you don't like it like you're not going to stop that have that technology happening and being created so you've got to embrace it and that that i think is the philosophy that is going to win out the day. Fair enough. I I I, I don't disagree with you there, Mark. Um, let Let's talk a little bit about what you see near term, uh, near term, and maybe a, you know a little bit longer term in in developments here that you know that our our listeners are you know could fundamentally change their day to day. Where Where do you think we're headed? Yeah. Yeah, sure. So, you know, I think I think machine learning and artificial intelligence and big data was sort of touted and like, you know, the hype cycle kicked off and yeah, we didn't people didn't always deliver on that. But there are exciting things happening in that which allow us at scale and at speed to do things that we couldn't do before. So so a good example of that is that in the security world, you know, most of the vulnerabilities um, no longer exist in the CV system for open source code. So that's, you know, they just can't keep up with the scale. We're releasing thousands of libraries and, you know, in the DevOps world, developers find things, fix them, push them out. They don't go back to MITRE and publish these vulnerabilities, et cetera. But the great news is, you know, there are big data systems, machine learning that can process that data and we can, we can identify those things at scale. Um, and the same, you know, those same kind of techniques have been applied by Google and, you know, in the Android app stores and things like that. So that that application of like that modern tech, I think, has has great, um, great opportunities for us to, to do things which we've not been able to do before. Um, and you've certainly seen kind of some of the some of the big vulnerabilities that have been released have been a, been a result of that, that stuff coming out. Got it. Got it. I just had my phone ring in there. I apologize. Um, Mark, let, let's if you if I can, and you're not too shy about it, I doubt you will be. Let's talk specifically a little bit about Vericode. You know, you've been there five yes. months. What do you What do you see? What do you you know? What gets you excited there in the morning? Yeah, well, we had, we had loads of places to, uh, to 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 sort of land, and you know what we we came to the conclusion that people wanted to buy wanted to have less tools than more, so they wanted to buy a suite. And when you look around, you know, what, what the Veracode guys have done is built sort of best in class, you know, SAST. Um, and it started working on software composition analysis. We had best in class software composition analysis. So it made sense from that perspective. Um, also, as, as I think, you know, the heritage of the company, you know, this isn't a fly-by-night company. This is, you know, Chris Weissopel and Christian Rue, right? These guys were, were you know, in the, in the loft, right? So it's like legendary um, around the place. And so the, the company has this real DNA about it around around security so for me it's kind of this exciting you know security dna in the company embracing the way the way we build modern um modern software so that's that's what attracted us to to, to join forces and you know we've been we've been extremely excited since and there's a lot of a lot of exciting things happening for, for sure that will you know start to come out of the out of it at the other side i'm, I'm no doubt um i i agree with you actually we have chris on a uh a panel we're doing on DevSecOps uh, next week, and I'm really excited to have 
Chris, as well as Dave Duncan from CA, I think is on the panel with us. Right. So right. Good times. Um, so, Mark, you know, we're running out of time here, but I, I wanted to talk a little bit more about, you know, you, you came into Verico, as you said, about five months ago via, via the acquisition. Um, there's a lot of people out there seeing a lot of buying and selling M&A kind of stuff going on in, especially around DevSecOps and DevOps-related companies. What do you, I mean, obviously a, a rising tide lifts all boats and there's consolidation going on. But is there anything else at play that you're seeing that, that's kind of driving this stuff? Well, I mean, it, you know, I, th- I think, uh, I think the, the place that you look on the horizon is actually where the dev tools are going. So, you know, if we look at companies like AWS, it's not really just a hosting platform or, a, you know, it, it's, a, it's a full tool suite, right, of everything from machine learning libraries in the cloud to, you know, real-time databases and things. Um, you know, Google and, and Azure are building the same. And as we start, you know, to think about, like, what does a next generation of developer look like? You know, they're likely to, to use an IDE in a browser. It's not going to run on a desktop anymore. And, you know, code changes happen and everything happens up in the, up in the cloud. So um, I think there are, there are a lot of exciting things happening there and how do you, how do you integrate security into, into that world for sure. Um, so that, that's a lot of the stuff that I'm, you know, I'm focused on. And then you can get scale in that thing. Got it. Got it. Um, Mark, I, I, you know, I appreciate you talking to us today. I think we're about out of time, but for people who want to get more information and what's going on, vericode.com, obviously, correct? Yep, vericode.com is an excellent, you know, world traffic blog with, uh, with, with Los Opa and various other people and, and myself contributing to, um, which is great. And we're out, you know, speaking at conferences and talking about some of the both current work and sort of some of the futuristic stuff as well. So love to love to engage with the community and the industry for sure. Perfect. All right. Hey, Mark Curfee, VP Strategy, CA Verico. Thanks for being our guest in this episode of, of DevOps Chat. And we look forward to having you on again soon. Yeah, great, Alan. Thanks a lot. Great to, great to reconnect and uh, look forward to doing, doing so the next time. Okay. This, Take is, care. this is Alan Schimmel for DevOps.com. You've just listened to another DevOps Chat. <laughs>